Hey team, welcome to episode two of Transition Talk, where we talk about dental transitions and how to navigate the sometimes messy path to ownership. So have you ever thought about what you need to know to own or and know where you want to be, but you just don't know where to start? Well, I'm Christy. I'm Charles. And today we're going to talk about how to find the opportunity. Before we get started, Charles, I haven't seen you all week. What have you been up to? Oh my gosh, exciting. I've been hanging out with a bunch of CPAs talking about <laughs> CPA stuff and uh, really just uh, uh, work with them and, and how to serve our clients in a, in a much more efficient uh, strategy. So it's been fun. I'm about ready to head on an airplane to head to DC and hang out with a bunch of orthodontists. Fun. And so, um, yeah, fun stuff. What about you? What's, what's happening? Yeah. The office has been busy this week. We have a closing this week. We've been working on two or three valuations and have another 10 in the pipeline and, um, just a lot of stuff. I also made an offer on two houses this week. So it's a crazy, (laughs) crazy week. Um, but I'm excited to be here today. Excited. We're getting some time. So let's get started with it. We both lecture all the time, right, to dental students, and we're oftentimes in and out really quickly, but at the end of our lecture, we're packing up our suitcase, getting ready to jump back on a plane, and we always get a set of students who have questions. Oh, yeah. Number one question I get is, wow, that was awesome. I want to own, but like, when do I start looking, right? That's the number one question, And, and I know what my answer is, but what's yours? So the win is immediately, uh, and I, I love when we give these lectures because they're all fired up and, and uh, you see their dedication. Sometimes you get these D3s and 4s that are supposed to get to clinic and get set up at 1245, but they see and they're nervous about their debt and they're nervous about kind of their opportunities. So they're just latching onto you, like walking you out to the car. It's like, I got three more, four more questions. They're just hanging onto you literally. Uh, so it's, it's pretty cool. But I, I agree. They, they are hungry for information and they are hungry for, you know, when to do this. And the, the answer is immediately. You know, if a D1 or D2, D3 will sometimes just sit there, well, when, when's, when's the time? It's always the time. You know, the dental school or if you're a D3, the time that you're hearing this message, it's time to market yourself. And so we'll certainly, um, you know, talk about some strategies coming up. But, you know, the day you get into a, a pedo residency, the day that you get into oral surgery residency, if it's going to be a three-year, four-year, six-year program, whatever it is, the day you get accepted in that specialty is the day that you are starting to market yourself to a, a community where you and potentially your spouse, you know, wants to be the same with the military guy or gal. It's maybe, you know, the second they're in the military, they know they're getting out in four years. It's countdown four years. So the second you can see when you're going to go into private practice is the time to start marketing yourself. Absolutely. And you mentioned something there that is the second most popular question that I get, which is I don't know where to go, right? So these diddle students, you, you guys are all over the nation and you get accepted to a program and then you go to specialty and maybe that's another area of the, of the U.S., but you're from you know the completely opposite coast. People all the time say, hey, I don't know where to go. Right. Or they say, hey, I want to find an opportunity. And I say, okay, well, where do you want to be? And they're like, well, I could be anywhere. Right, well, right. you really couldn't be right, anywhere, right. right? You really have a preference of where you want to be. Um, so what is your advice for that? What, you know, someone knows where they want to be, or maybe they don't know where they want to go. Yeah. So two things. So if, if a, a young lady is asking me the question, the first thing is I ask her where she's from. If the man is asking me where should they go, I ask, are you married? Because <laughs> these women, I swear to you, they always get what they want. They go back to the motherland, wherever they're from. And so, uh, you know, I definitely want to talk about family because, you know, we're big financial people. It's always yep. to us. You know, it's about we can look at deals and money, but we know being family people ourselves and, 
you know, having kids and that that struggle with who's going to take care of this one and that one. Uh, location is certainly important, but let's just play the game for a second. Let's just play the game that you are wide open and you're open to just kind of anywhere. I thought I would uh, tell you a story. I, you know, I've lectured at I don't know forty plus dental schools out of the 60. I don't know what, you, what your number is, 10, 15 that you've mm-hmm. gone to. We've gone to the ASDA meetings. We've gone to all these lectures around the country. And so we get this this question, you know, a lot. Uh, back in the day, I was lecturing at uh, Baylor uh, Dental, and I was tasked with the present on how to start a practice from scratch. So this was before a lot of services were available. So I just went to Google. Google is your, obviously your best friend. I just typed in, fastest growing cities in Texas. And that popped up fastest growing cities of North Texas. So then I clicked on that link and then I clicked on these six or seven various cities, you know, and so then I dove into each of those cities. I went to the Chamber of Commerce and what I really found is I I identified that Prosper, Texas was this amazing, fast growing small community that was just north of the Metroplex where we're located here in Plano. So I went into that and there was only one practice. And so I actually put a um, purchase of software and then built this business plan of how to start a practice and how to do it and prosper. And so it's really cool to see because now if you go to Prosper, Texas, you Google and look it up and there's an orthodontist there, there's a pedodontist there, there's different specialties, there's a ton of GPs, there's corporate. It's amazing if you just do your research you can really drive in to see what these opportunities can show. Uh, I even made the uh, attempt of calling the office just to see how far they were booked out. And it just, it's, it's amazing. If you do your homework, you can really investigate Absolutely. some of these, these towns uh, and these cities and bigger cities and figure out where, where, where the good opportunities are. Someone uh, gave me a hint of if um, one of the, one of our CPAs basically said, Hey, there's, if you're a pediatric practice, call the schools, look at the school attendance records. If they're dropping, yep. maybe not the good place to go. If you can see it kind of doubling and quadrupling. And then you look and as you said, do your research and see how many pediatric dentists are there. Is that a good place to be? So again, know your data. Yep. Um, and if you truly can go anywhere, then obviously that's one of the pieces of the puzzle. Well, I, I add to that is, you know, there are certain um, areas in this country that's so saturated. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just the, even the idea, the concept that you're going to go to that particular community is, is crazy because the number of dentists per population, it just says not to do it. And you're marketing, you're going to those areas uh, and you're not finding anything or that you're finding practices, but you know, they just, they just don't make sense. Um, so it, it's important to find that if you get a roadblock, uh, we can go, I can go on for days on stories, uh, of just people. So sometimes you actually go to the place that is maybe not ideal and it potentially could be, you know, four or five, six year, uh, period. And that opportunity, I mean, it, it may yield three, four five, six hundred thousand uh, $600,000, of cash uh, to you, you know, net income, like real money. And this could be a game changer in uh, helping you with managed student debt, helping you start to build some liquidity and uh, build some wealth. And then this will allow you the training, some of the business experience. And this will now allow you to maybe move back to that area, uh, maybe of the country that is more saturated. But now what's going to be the difference in the game changer is you've got this business experience, you've got the clinical experience, and you've got cash. And with that cash, you can start doing some amazing marketing. And so now you can be a real uh, threat or some real competition to that area. And so, uh, I mean, cash does create some opportunities. So you really got to weigh that out. And I think, 
one of the things that I know you do a really good job with is is looking at that and guiding some of our um, you know NDP buyers through kind of what to think about there. So uh, it, it's it's important to have that balance, but important to see kind of what other things they have uh, directly on their plate. Yeah, and sometimes just talking it out is helpful too, and just kind of having someone ask you questions and kind of prod and, and maybe things you haven't thought about before. Um, you know, if you truly are someone who can go anywhere, or on the flip side, maybe you're someone who only wants to go to one city and it's super saturated. Right. You know, like demographics those are really important. So yep. we have a we have a great relationship with a company called Dentographics. Yep. You want a discount code, reach out to us and we'll give it to you. But oh, yeah. um, they, they do an amazing thing because they allow you, they're focused on the dental industry. They allow you to do different kind of uh, variety of types of demographic reports to pinpoint if, it, if there is an area of a maybe super saturated, you know, urban center that maybe is an opportunity right. or if there's just a gold mine and a suburb that you haven't seen like your Prosper example. So there are companies that can do this legwork for you. Um, The important thing is first figuring out what you want and then doing the research to figure out if what you want makes sense or if you need to maybe sacrifice in one area or the other to get kind of to that ownership goal. We've gone through these exercises literally daily with people, but I can think of, you know, handfuls of times that we actually uh, push people to go over the opportunity where it made a ton of money. Mm -hmm. And so that was a conversation that um, I think, again, we do a good job with is really talking to both, you know, husband uh, and wife. And so if that's a male dentist or female dentist to really get them to understand what this opportunity uh, is and just have a short term goal of five or seven years. And then maybe let's flip this practice. Um, Let's grow it, make some money, pay the pay the debt down on the practice and then start creating some opportunities in other cities. And so, I mean, just there's so many people that come to mind being this business for almost 18 years now. Uh, people that we push for the most part, say 95, 98 percent of the time, we're definitely kind of pushing them back towards, you know, where where their family is and where they love. But there is that opportunity yeah, where absolutely. we've got to look at the financials because these, you know, as you know, you're four or five hundred, six hundred, seven hundred thousand dollars, sometimes a debt, seven percent interest. It's real. We know by interviewing uh, tens of thousands of you that. This is the number one thing that's on your mind. And so uh, we haven't plugged yet, uh, again, um, only episode two. So if you have not heard Christy uh, and I speak, you have not heard the why you must own uh, speech, just uh, go and go, just Google, just why you must yeah. own Charles Loretto. And you're going to hear approximately a 40 minute uh, lecture that I gave at the national conference. So Christy and I, we're, we're out, you know, trying to give this message. So you got to understand the five reasons you must own. That's super, super important. Cause once you understand the why, then it really goes into, you know, understanding and now all of a sudden you can make some really informed decisions. So that's, that's the purpose of these episodes is this podcast is really to take our years of experience and be able to motivate you Remove a lot of that emotion so you can really see uh, what's in front of you. So, so moving uh, forward, we're going to assume you know those five reasons. Yes, you got to know be a the pop five. Quiz at some point. So yep, yep, yep. that's kind of the rest of, of this is going to be tailored to that. So pause, go watch, and come back. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So I, so we figured out, let's say someone, now we know where we're going to go yep. or we're figuring it out. 
how do I find that practice? Right. So yeah. I think everyone knows you can go to a broker website and you know, we, we do this too. You can go and search our site and see what practices we have listed. What if there aren't any, right? Like what if it's either super saturated or you've explored all the options that are listed? How do I find an opportunity? Well, I'll let you answer that. Okay. okay. But I know the answer. But, okay, yeah. You know the answer. Yeah. Okay, good. That's why we make such a great team. We already know the answers. Okay. But, um, Here's the thing. If, when you're going to Google and you're looking, guess who else is looking? Everybody else. <laughs> so you've got to think outside the box. And so if you're just typing in dental brokers, everyone else is doing that. And so you got to think differently. And so that's what we are trying to help yes. you do is to think differently. So here's our advice. Yes. Letter campaigns. Okay. Tell like me. Tell me. old school paper, type out a letter, type out, have your resume, have your CV, um, and what we recommend is you send this to, what's the number? 200. 200, if that yep. exists, right? Depending on where you are. We want you to figure out a set of, of, of practices and a set of doctors. And you can do this pretty easily. You can do demographics. You can also just Google and find practices. Look at individuals who are near the age of retirement, yes, right? They've been practicing a long time. Maybe they maybe their website's super basic. Um, certain demographic companies can also give you lists of people who incorporated at certain times, right? So then you know kind of how long they've been in practice or when they graduated. You're going to get this set of, of doctors, right, or practices. Maybe it's by location. Maybe you look and say, hey, I want to be in this two-mile square radius, and you drive around and you find those practices. You're going to type up a great resume. You're going to type up a great cover letter. You're going to put it in a brown envelope, right? You're going to address it. You're going to write personal and confidential on it. And then you are going to mail these to the practices addressed to the doctors and basically say, hey, I am new or I'm coming or I'm graduating in two years or five years or whatever, whatever your time period is. And I am looking for a practice that I can learn from transition into be, have a mentor. Um, you're going to be humble and you're going to be kind and you're going to want the opportunity. Um, and you're going to mail these out and what you're going to get in return. And some people are like, Oh my gosh, that's so much work. I can't, I like that's old school. Like I'm just going to email. No, because these doctors who are looking to retire, they like paper. They like that effort. Um, I, I don't. I'm kind of a millennial, but we get kind of a bad rep, yep, right? Yep. We're not looked at as someone who wants striving for opportunity. Everyone says we want to. We want something handed to us on a plate. Um, so the effort and that drive to find something, I think, stands out amongst your peers. Yep. Um, and so you send those letters, and let's say uh, Dr. Smith. Um, was not thinking about retiring, but is up there in age and C gets your letter and says, oh my gosh, this is abnormal. Um, sometimes it gets the wheels turning a bit and sometimes maybe they weren't thinking about it, but they are thinking about it and they acknowledge you just because you've sent this and put forth this effort. Um, and I can think off the top of my head of three or four of our current buyers or former clients who have found their practice that they purchased by doing this. So um, I think it's really, really critical. I think it's important, um, especially if there's nothing out there that you can find. I think sending these letters and putting yourself out there and really showing the pool of 
of sellers that I want this and I'm going to be your guy or gal and I'm going to do this. Um, we have, uh, following this podcast, I'm going to put up a blog post that'll show you kind of exactly with exact replica of a letter. Um, we have sample resumes and CVs and cover letters. Um, we'll look at them. I mean, our goal is to help you buy a practice. So you want to send me your resume and send me your letter you're going to send around and have us review it done. How, I, how much, how much are you going to charge for that? I'm going to charge zero. Why? Why are you doing all this? I don't know. Is that a bad decision? <laughs> Is that a bad business decision? No, we're building relationships, Christy. Okay, okay, okay. okay, okay. No, relationships. No, and really, truly, like, that's our goal, right? I mean, hopefully if I do that for you, you're then going to come back and be like, hey, that girl really helped me, and I have this practice now, and I'm going to have her look at it, which would be great. But even if you don't, you know, we're we're keeping private practice dentistry alive, which is what we want to do, and we're helping Amen. you become an owner. So um, so I don't know if you have anything to add to that. Yeah, but a couple of things. You know, I've always got l- more to say, right? Always. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, okay. So there are actually some state meetings when you're registered with maybe the state of Texas, you can go on, or state of Arizona, and uh, you can actually go onto their sites and actually see um, who has the dental licenses and then what year they were assigned. So now all of a sudden you have a really targeted list of the actual dentist. Uh, so that, that's one, one little tip. Uh, again, when up on our blog post, you'll be able to see ex- examples of what these letters look like. But one of the key things, too, is making sure that this uh, old school kind of yellow uh, envelope that you're mailing um, you know, big, you know, eight by 11 uh, type uh, envelope or whatever, eight by 12, whatever it is, but it's handwritten. Very, very important. Mm-hmm. Uh, personal and confidential uh, highlighted. It's taped on the back. We do not want this to be opened by the front desk of an office. No. Okay. It's no better way to make someone angry. Right. Your letter that you put a lot of effort uh, into goes straight in the trash. Okay. So that makes no sense to me. That's why I want this personal confidential strategy done. And I, Look, I'll tell you one thing is, you know, Christy and I, we, we're committed to this process and we've seen what works and what doesn't work. And I'm telling you, this mail campaign will create uh, some opportunities. And so you've got to build relationships with uh, these brokers. OK, you've got to build relationships with the dental vendors, the suppliers, the the, the specialty type of vendors. Maybe uh, you're a surgeon or a periodontist and you're going to go to an area. You know, you certainly want to start talking to implant companies and figure out, hey, what are some other you know, groups there? Do you have relationships with? Do you think they're looking for an associate, looking for a partner? Um, you are just doing your due diligence. And so that 200 number, 50 number, 75 number. Just break it down in small pieces. Break it down in pieces of 50, 25, where you're mailing these uh, letters and CV out to to them to hopefully create an opportunity. And so, again, on the blog post, we've got some some cool examples there. We want to help you and kind of guide you so that you're you're not putting all this work in and not getting a return. But we have seen so much uh, great return. And so if we get this great return, now you've got to practice that you're potentially thinking to purchase and what's in it for us. So typically you're looking at what type of student debt you have, you know, so like if you just came out of school, you're one year and maybe you've been an associate and you make $150,000, maybe you have a stay home spouse and, and uh, he or she has, you know, a, a couple of kids they're taking care of and you just bought a house and that's another $400,000 obligation. If you got all this thing, this is not screaming, let's go start a practice from scratch, right? right? So we want to think about, you know, what type of specialty. I mean, surgeons, pediatric dentists, certainly kind of a no-brainer there because we can see uh, they're in high demand. Uh, we want to really think and do uh, excellent uh, reporting through Dentographics. So again, uh, reach out to us to get your kind of discount code. We sent a bunch of business there. 
um, and we're not receiving any type of referral uh, back from them, but you know, just ask them to give us a, a discount. So uh, reach out for that as you do some due diligence uh, there. But you know, once you find that, I mean, you you've got to um, you know think about you know diving in again, kind of like a back when I went to that Prosper, right? You got to really look into those individual practices and who's your competition. You got to figure out. Um, you know, what uh, procedures are, are being uh, referred out to drive into into that area. And then you've got to become an expert in marketing. Okay, that's why you'll see, uh, you know, corporate America, they're putting approximately 100 new patients um, a month that are coming into these practices. And that's why these, you know, all these DSOs around the country, they're growing at such rapid paces. It's all about the marketing. And so um, we've got to be able to look at that. I've got to be able to look at, you know, how many new patients we're going to be bringing in because in the end, uh, when we're trying to uh, analyze between should I start a practice from scratch or should I buy this other practice for five or six or seven hundred thousand dollars, it's all about patients. It's all about active patients to generate these certain dollar amounts. And so we'll certainly want to be able to guide you on that. And so, you know, I might look at things like, well, actually have a spouse and, you know, he or she makes uh, $300,000 a year or 400. Okay, great. And, and, and let's say it's a, she, she's already got her own practice. She's a orthodontist and she makes uh, $300,000 and Charles, our home is right next to there. Okay, so I can't really find anything, and, and I maybe I could find one further, but I'm going to be stuck in the drive, and family's yep. important to me. I got it. Let's start our practice from scratch, and we're going to really start kind of surrounding you with the right people. And so, you know, NDP is more of that. Again, our four main focuses of what we do here at NDP is helping buyers buy businesses, and certainly uh, we do a buyer consulting fee to help you there. So a lot of um, what we're teaching in these episodes is kind of the why. Ultimately, you know, we do have a service for you to help you buy the business. But if we've just exhausted, you know, these businesses, we can't find something, then uh, we'll refer you to our CPA uh, kind of counterpart to help uh, with, uh, you know, all those financial decisions uh, that, that, and that you got to get right. I mean, don't you think there are just some people that just are driven to be a startup and that oh others just aren't? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, you have to kind of know your own personality, too. Right. Like, am I a startup person? Yep. There, there's You're just wired as a, as a young person, young person meaning yeah. as a child to be that entrepreneur. Yeah. The entrepreneur is typically that one rare, one out of a hundred at the dental school that's already talking about their practice. They're going to start from scratch. They, they've Top been wired this in, way. Uh, Girl Scout cookie selling. Yes, yes. I can't think of anyone who, was, <laughs> who that, that might be. Um, Bella, Bella, Bella. Well, awesome. So we will have a whole episode on that, and um, it, we'll definitely dive into that because I know that that's another question we get to is people who want to do startups and how to do that. So we'll talk about that. Um, I know, and, and I know from our discussions we have with people, these decisions feel like so weighty. Like, oh, yeah. you know, they're, they're third or fourth year of dental school or finishing up residency. And it feels like these decisions are life or death. Like oh. if I make the wrong decision, what's going to happen? And, and I don't want to take away from that. Cause I know that that is a true feeling and people right. do feel that. And sometimes you can make a bad decision that kind of stays with you forever. Um, and so I think it's important for you just to really make certain where you want to be, like really do some soul searching in those four years of what type of practice do I want to own? What type of practice owner do I want to be? Where do I want to be? I think if you start thinking, like you said, in the very beginning of this episode, start thinking about it day one, by the time you come around to actually having to make a decision, I think that decision will be a lot more clear. Right. Um, and, and just know that at the end of the day, it's, you can, you can sell it. It may be hard right. to sell it, but nothing is irreversible. Um, and so, you know, 
take people like us who can be an ear and be a sounding board for, for decisions and come to us and ask us those questions or, or, or mentors you have, colleagues, like use your resources, use your data to help you figure out what opportunity do you want. Here's the walkaway message. Find me one person that regrets, that says, oh yeah, I, um, I bought this practice you know, two years out of dental school and I really regret it. I mean, it's horrible. Everything is really, really bad. And I just don't come across that. I just don't come across And if I do, it's like the 1%, and they were destined to be that person. And it's and it's the one who maybe didn't get any counsel or, right. you know, so, yeah, I mean, if you find that person also, there's probably a story behind it too. Oh, yeah. More often than not, you're finding the people that are like, ah, oh, I can't believe I didn't do this sooner, or this wasn't as hard, or I'm totally right. capable and I doubted myself. Yep. Um, absolutely. So just, sur- listen, surround yourself with really good people, Okay. Self-serving. If it's a marketing group to help you new patients, it's the website. If it's the you know get a broker that's helping you through insurance, it's uh, somebody like that's helping you buy. Uh, it's it's CPAs that understand this. Just don't try to like do all this on your own. No. It's just it's too much. There's one simple thing they can do, right? What's that? You know it. Tell me. Get your envelopes. <laughs> get your paper. Absolutely, you got to create the opportunity. Create the opportunity. Yep. Yep. And go. Yep. All right. So uh, I think we've I think we've talked long enough today. Thank you guys for joining us. That was fun. It was super fun. Uh, make sure to subscribe to Transition Talk where you get your uh, where you get your podcast. Um, stay up to date and visit our website. And uh, we'll see you next time. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Christy. Awesome.